0: Hello and welcome to episode number 273 of the Daily Knowledge Podcast from todayifoundout.com. And in the episode today, you're going to learn about the invention of silly putty. And in the bonus facts section, you're going to learn about some other interesting uses for this substance. Let's just get started with today's show. Silly Putty was originally invented by James Wright, working at General Electric's New Haven, Connecticut lab in 1943. At the time, the Allies were desperately short on rubber owing to Japan invading various rubber-producing countries in the Pacific Rim. This shortage on rubber was negatively affecting certain wartime production efforts. As a result of this, the US government enlisted the aid of various companies to try and invent a synthetic rubber that could be made of readily available materials. It was during one of these attempts to create synthetic rubber that Wright mixed boric acid and silicone oil, making the first silly putty, which initially became known as nutty putty. Although the goo produced by the mixture wasn't going to make a good rubber substitute by itself, Wright did discover it had a variety of interesting properties, though he still couldn't find a good practical use for it. Not to be dissuaded, Wright sent samples of it to scientists all over the world to see if they could think up or discover a use for it that he missed. Nobody could, and the invention stayed in relative obscurity for around six years. From 1943 to 1949, the primary use of nutty putty was just being passed around and played with at cocktail parties as a novelty item for those who got their hands on some. Eventually, this led to it coming to the attention of Ruth Fallgatter, who owned a toy store known as The Block Shop. With the help of marketing consultant Peter Hodgson, she put the item in her toy catalogue as Bouncing Putty. The putty went on to be the second best-selling item in the catalogue, behind Crayola Crayons. Hodgson, who at the time was deeply in debt, $12,000 or around $115,000 today, borrowed even more money to buy more of the putty and eventually the production rights, renaming it Silly Putty. He then hired some Yale college students to take the large quantity of putty and divvy it up into one ounce red plastic egg containers, which would sell for $1 each. Thanks in part to a talk of the town New Yorker article, as well as debuting reasonably close to Easter, which was the inspiration for packaging it in a plastic egg, Silly Putty became an instant nationwide hit, selling 250,000 units in the first three days and around 6 million units in the first year at $1 an egg. Needless to say, Hodgson managed to pay off his debt rapidly, and by the time of his death in 1976, he had a net worth of about $140 million, or about half a billion dollars today. And now for today's bonus facts Among a lot of other things, Silly Putty makes for a great fire starter, as it burns fairly easily and slowly, as well as gets white hot. Bonus fact two: Ciliparty was purchased by Binney and Smith, best known for their Crayola brand, in 1977, a year after Hodgson died. Binney and Smith not only started the Crayola brand, but they also are largely responsible for why tires are black today instead of white. It turns out adding carbon black to rubber, which is naturally white, makes a significantly stronger and longer-lasting tire. We'll talk more about this in an upcoming episode. Bonus fact three. Silly Putty dissolves in alcohol. Because of this, alcohol based hand sanitizer is often the best way to get putty out of hair or clothing. WD 40 also works well for this. Bonus Fact 4 Originally, you could use Silly Putty to copy text from comics and newspapers and the like. This isn't always true today due to a change in the inking process, specifically the switch from petroleum based to soy based inks by many newspapers. Bonus Fact 5 The word Crayola was originally thought up by Alice Binney. Binny, a one-time school teacher, combined the French word cray, meaning chalk, with ola, shortened from the French organu, meaning oily. Cray is also where crayon gets its leading cray, though the word crayon existed long before Crayola crayons were invented. It first appeared around the 16th century in the French language and meant chalk pencil, and later just shortened to pencil. Hence, given the origin of the words, Crayola crayon more or less means oily, chalk, pencil.